Welcome to the Sparks and Space podcast. I'm your host, Ailish Lucas, and each week I'll be bringing sparks of inspiration to ignite into your business and the space to remind you who you truly are. I'm so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Oh my goodness. It feels so good to be back. If you may or may not have noticed, I took a little break and I decided to follow the wisdom that I was offering about stopping for a while to recalibrate and come back with some fresh energy where I felt like I could give and it didn't mean it was taking away from myself. So thank you for bearing with me whilst I took the time to look after myself fully and take the pressure off and then come back ready to serve in the best way I know how. So if you've been following me on Instagram, then you may have noticed that I came out of the mindset closet fully and I have dove into mindset coaching for brilliant women like yourself who are smart, running their own businesses or high up in their career. And this has been in the making for a long, long time. So I went and retrained in the best science-based mindset coaching that is around. I put hours of practice into it on myself, on other clients for free. And then I moved into paying clients. And even after two days in the coaching program, some of them are seeing like amazing results that I am beyond excited about. Um, And also just as a heads up, if you're new to all of this, then I'm also running a free and live three-day event on this coaching method to help you truly transform your mindset. So you can not only perform at the level that you really, really want to, but also be at the happiest and most successful version of you too. So if you would like to sign up to that, then the link is in the show notes, or you can head on over to bit.ly forward slash sparks and space. So that's bit.ly forward slash sparks and space. So I want to move on to this episode now about how to stop the negative voices in your head from ruining the day. So you've got negative voices, hey? I'm guessing that you have given that you've clicked on this podcast and newsflash, so do I. (laughs) It seems like we all have those voices that stop us from being and having and doing everything that we want. And If you're not quite sure what I'm talking about, then I'm going to dive into this in a little bit more just to give you a bit of food for thought, just to see if anything resonates with you and you feel like that's you. So these negative voices, the main one that we tend to have is around judging. Now, this is whether we judge ourselves, others or circumstances. So this might look like if if we're judging ourselves, oh my goodness, that just wasn't good enough. That wasn't your best. You didn't give it 110%. Therefore, it's a failure. Why did you even bother? So there might be a voice in your head like that. Uh, Of judging others, it might be about, oh my goodness, they're so much better than I am. And like, I'm just never going to be able to compete with that. And I may as well just not even start because they're already doing what I want to do. And then the circumstances might be, well, this situation is just rubbish and I'm never going to be happy here. So I need to move. And it's not until I move that I'll then be happy. 
So we tend to have the this main judge, which, like I said, judges ourselves or others the circumstances, and it can play havoc with our happiness and also our performance. Now, what also tends to happen is when we have this judge, then that then activates nine other accomplice saboteurs. So those like there's other negative voices in your head. And this is all based off research from an amazing guy who I trained with called Shazad Shamin um, around a positive intelligence. And this research has been based on over a million people. And we've put, well, he, not me personally, but he has put people under fMRI machines to scan their brains. Um, and companies like Google and Pinterest and Nestle um, and Microsoft are using his framework, which I coach people on. And I'll be taking you through in that three-day event on how to stop these negative voices from preventing that happiness. But I'm not going to go into all of the nine different saboteurs um, here, but I'm going to choose like maybe three or four just to give you a bit of a flavor of what they are. So we, like I said, we've got the judge um, who judges ourselves, others and circumstances. And then we'd have an accomplice saboteur, which could be uh, something like a hyperachiever. So this is where you're competitive, you're image and status conscious, you're good at covering up all your insecurities and showing something positive to the world. Um, and you're you're really, really focused on goals and you've got a bit of a workaholic streak. And it's like, you might say, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when I hit that goal and I earn that amount of money. I'll be happy when we move house and then I've got that bigger house and it's more of like an Instagram lifestyle look and feel. I'll be happy when. You might be you might try and keep people at a safe distance because like letting them in might feel really scary and almost like they'll then see the real you that you aren't this completely perfect person. So that might be uh, what a hyperachiever uh, characteristics might look like. Then we have the pleaser. And this could be another accomplice saboteur. So this could be where you've got a strong need to be liked by people and you attempt to get liked by people by earning it through helping or pleasing or rescuing or flattering them. Or you need frequent reassurance by others about their acceptance and affection of you. Or you can't express your own needs openly and directly. So you're making sure that everybody else is okay. You're making sure that your children and your partner and your clients and the people you work with are all happy. And if there's anything off balance, then you might be a bit like, oh my goodness, let me try and make them happy. And then you spend all day doing that and then forget about yourself and come home and feel absolutely exhausted. So that's a little bit about the pleaser. We then could have a hypervigilant accomplice saboteur in us. So this is where you're always anxious and you've got chronic doubts about yourself and others. And you have this extraordinary sensitivity to danger signals. So there's almost like you're in this constant expectation of something bad is going to happen. And you're also suspicious of what others are up to. And you might try and seek reassurance and safety and guidance in procedures or rules or authorities or institutions. And then if I just go on to one more, this could be restless, where you're easily distracted and you just get really, really scattered. And you're always, always busy, but you've got nothing really to show for it. 
and you seek excitement and variety, but definitely not comfort or safety. And if there's anything that feels really unpleasant, you just tend to bounce from it really quickly. And you're always seeking like constant stimulation. So do you recognize yourself in any of those characteristics? If you do, don't worry. There are some simple ways which I'll show you over the coming weeks and on my three-day live event to help you to overcome this. And if you don't, don't worry either. I'm about 99% sure that you'll recognize yourself in the other saboteurs, which I'll go through on my live event. But before this, the first thing we need to do is actually look at why those negative voices are there in the first place. So what tends to happen when people try and work on the negative voices is for them to tell the voice just to shut up and go away. And I've seen some really famous people um, get audience members and clients to do this in front of other large audiences. But the problem is when you're by yourself, telling the voice to shut up can sometimes be really counterintuitive because the voice just gets louder and louder and louder because it's not being heard and seen. So I have a question that I'll get to in a second to help you with this. But before that, our negative voices are essentially there to keep us safe. Our brain is designed to keep us safe. It's evolved from when there might be a tiger hiding in the bushes that we needed to act fast and run like the wind to get away from. But the thing is, we actually live in mostly good times. Now, I know that it might not seem like that, but the quality of our lives mean that there isn't a tiger. You have a home over your head, you have food, you have water, clothes, a job, or you're an entrepreneur. There's no immediate threat to life for us for the most part. But instead, we then see emails as life-threatening or the job or the business producing so much stress that we may as well be being chased by this tiger. And then you've got to add in like the patriarchal systems in place to keep us in our boxes. And then if you look at everyday life where there's relationships to keep and kids to raise and the household to manage and the aging parents to look after and the friends' divorces and the friendships that break up and there's the hustle culture and the large opinions of others on the internet and within your circle of influence who say something so loudly and confidently enough that then you find yourself second-guessing what you thought and what you want to do and your self-trust starts to go. So can you see how it becomes this spiral downwards and this is where our negative voices start to creep in to try and keep us safe they are negative yes but the role of them is to make sure that you don't get eaten by that proverbial tiger so that voice tells you something as rubbish to make you work harder so you don't fail or it compares you to someone else to try and show you what you're missing to push you into action or it starts to talk negatively about a situation. So it moves you to try and make a different course of action. But the problem is that we listen to those voices without questioning them, without wondering if they're even our voice or someone else's. And we try to shut them up or push them away, but then they get louder and louder and louder. And you end up in this loop that never gets broken. So firstly, if you've been trying to get rid of these voices for a while or you want to live in a kinder way with yourself, let's give these negative voices a say. So there are two questions that I've actually got from a dear coach on another podcast um, 
and she's called Natalie Miller. And I just love these two questions so much. thought I would share them with you. So the first question is, you write in a piece of paper, I'm listening. What would you like to say? So I'm listening. What would you like to say? And then what we do here is we just give that negative voice a sounding board, a piece of paper to write everything that they want down. Maybe they're feeling frustrated that you haven't listened to them for so long and they feel like they need to tell you something that's important. Maybe they just want to get all their frustrations out on a piece of paper so that then it quietens down. But instead of battling with those voices, what we want to do is commune and come together because all of those parts are welcome. They're never going to go away. We can reduce the volume on them, absolutely. But those parts aren't going to go away. So let's start to work with them rather than against them. So the first question, again, is I'm listening. What would you like to say? And then once we've done that, the second question is, so how do we grow? And I think this is such an amazing question because when we can then give a voice to that negative ninny in your head and there'll be many versions of that negative ninny because if you have ever heard of internal family systems there's lots of different parts of us and all parts are welcome and this is by dick schwartz so if you ever want to read his book no bad parts it's a really fascinating book and The reason I love this question that Natalie had suggested was because it turns the negative voice into helping itself. It's like coaching that negative voice in yourself to go, okay, I've given you that voice. So you've listed out all your frustrations. Now, what do you need? What do we need to do to grow? What do we need to do to be able to reduce that volume where you're always shouting at me and I can give you what you need? And I, I'll give you an example. And like I did this, it was it was a long time ago. But I used to have this voice in my head that was so negative. I called her Sheila, <laughs> and I she would be so loud all the time. And it was never judging anybody else. There was sometimes a little bit of that, but never really judging anybody else. It would be always judging myself. And I would be my own worst critic. And I could be so horrible to myself. And if if I spoke to any of my friends like that, I would literally be a loner. <laughs> I would have no friends. But when I started to commune with all of these parts of myself, and I also did it in therapy as well, and I, I take people through this as part of the co- part of my coaching with them. When I get people and when I started to commune with myself and go, okay, Sheila, I'm listening. What would you like to say? And then what instantly happened was a large sigh and my shoulders dropped and then my pen started to write and she listed out all of the things that she wanted to say. And then with the second question, so how do we grow? What then came out was her support and love for me and just wanting to hold me to a higher standard that she knew I was capable of. And honestly, it was the most transformational half an hour I I had done in a long, long time. And I was on the train going to London and I was just like writing it all out. And honestly, you could feel the internal shift that happened when I had done those, literally just those two questions. So I just love them because they're so constructive 
and you can start to really get to know yourself instead of fighting yourself all the time. And the second part is where the rubber meets the road. And then we need to build a habit of choosing a different thought, which is where I then coach clients on and I take them through my seven week program and then six month program. So you can actually build your self-trust and confidence and reduce the volume hugely. But those those two questions alone are just absolutely amazing to be able to start you off communing with yourself to welcome all parts of you and then step two if you come to the three-day live event I'll be able to help you with some more great top tips on how to then move forward and start to create those new habits because what you listen to here is 20% insight But for us to then be able to build new habits, we have to build a new mental muscle and that involves doing 80% of the work. So you've heard the 80-20 rule, like podcasts and blog posts and little tidbits that you see on Instagram, they're all like 20% insights where you're like, you might get a little hit of inspiration from it to send you on your day. But that never lasts. I think it was Zig Ziglar said, motivation is like bathing. It doesn't last, which is why you have to do it every day. And this is where when you can combine those little bits of motivation and then move it to the next stage, which is that new habit building, that's when the real transformation happens. And this is where I then I'll then be able to talk to you about like the fMRI scans and how people's brains have like grown and shrunk in different areas. Uh, which is just absolutely fascinating and where people have really, really transformed their mindset. So it's going to be a really exciting three days. I cannot wait to do it. And I really hope that you'll join me. So the link for you to sign up is bit.ly. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash sparks and space. It's also in the show notes. So that was just a bit of a quick introduction for you today. I'm so excited to be back. And if you thought this was useful, please, please share it with all of your friends or family or anybody who you think would benefit from listening to this because we all rise together. All right. Have the most wonderful day and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.